It's that time again. You've now entered the no sales zone. No sales zone. With Chris Franks, the plumbing sales coach. Peels back the curtain of what sales really is. Buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle up. And get ready to learn how to increase ticket average by providing better service. And now. Now. Your host. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Please, please welcome CF, the plumbing sales coach. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. This is the Fresh Sales Approach. I'm your host, CF, the plumbing sales coach, and I'm really excited to be with you guys tonight. So much negativity out there right now, right? Like whose Facebook feeds are filled with negativity? You need some positivity in your life because I'm going to bring some good news tonight. We got good news. There's always good news. There's always bad news. It's just what you choose to listen to. And so we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about the keys to finding the good news and bad news situations, the keys to finding positivity in negative times, the keys to really go upstream like a salmon would when everything's telling you to go the opposite direction. I'm going to talk about that tonight. Now, there's a reality that we're dealing with a real situation. This isn't going to be one of them shows where I act like it's not happening, it's not going on, but we're going to talk a little bit in depth about how this should affect you and how it shouldn't affect you. Danny Penn in the house, good to see you as usual. He's tagging some of the regulars. Great to see you on here. He says, CF in the house, good to see you, my man. Danny Penn out of Massachusetts. And you guys highly congested up there in Boston area, a lot of people. Definitely got to take your precautions. We talked about this a couple nights ago with the coronavirus and everything going on and how we should be treating this as such, how we should be taking the precautionary measures, but we should also not only be servicing our customers in a way that removes fears, but we also got to take our time and educate and inform as always, but even more importantly now, because customers are in a sense of heightened fear, meaning people have told them the economy is going to crash and it might. I don't know. I'm not an economic genius. I don't know the forecasting of where we're headed, but I can tell you, I can tell you that if it heads whatever direction it heads, we're all going in that direction together. And so there's still going to be positivity and opportunity within that. And we could talk about that tonight. Mark in the house. Good to see you as usual. Martin in the house. Always good to see you, my man. In fact, Mark's company just joined on and uh, became a part. In fact, right before the show, I think, uh, talking to Brittany, they just joined on and jumped in the program, the sales to service training program. If you got more information about the training program, I think you can just type training into the comments or you can go to www.theplumbingsalescoach.com and get more information about what we offer and who we offer it to and who it's for and how it helps. But tonight I want to talk to you guys about this coronavirus and how it's having an effect on everything. I mean, it's literally impacting everything from state of mind to state of bank account, to state of work, to state of health, to state of mental state health. Everything is being affected by this. Communities are impacted all around the world. This isn't something that's just limited to your specific community, but we are going to talk about how it impacts your community differently than maybe someone else's. We're going to talk about that tonight. So I don't know if you guys are like, I get these phone calls. I work with uh, hundreds of plumbing companies over the last couple of years here. Uh, literally, I mean, thousands of technicians all across the US and Canada, even Australia and the UK. And we talk about sales service and how does this how does this really work inside the home? Like, what are the key elements to having conversions and raising ticket averages, overcoming objections and all this stuff? Uh, but rate, rate, like real recently, lately, I should say, lately, lately, I've been getting a lot of phone calls from owners and they're saying, what should I do differently? What should be done differently? What's going to happen to the industry? I want to tell you guys a couple things. He says, late, but here, my man, Chris Cost in the house, Patrick Jorge, uh, Patrick George Basenga. I don't know why I love to say Jorge for some reason. Patrick George Basenga, my brother from another mother out in San Francisco, 
Works Plumbing. And he's in San Fran, highly impacted. One of the first communities we heard of getting impacted by this epidemic. And they've shut down. Uh, California has a stay at home. A lot of cities and states have a stay at home right now where they're, where they're either encouraging or enforcing you to stay home. And a lot of argument about rights and privileges and all these kinds of things. And rightly so. We live in a great republic and it's it's wonderful that we we get a chance here in the U.S. to have the freedoms and democracies that we have. But with those freedoms come risks. And here we are living in one. Here we are living in one. And so how do we navigate this? Well, we can't control the government. We can't control whether or not they shut us down or don't shut us down. We can't control how our neighbors and friends and our customers react. We can't control all of that. But what we can control is how we react. And I want to give you guys a couple actionable measures tonight, a couple things that you can actually do that will not only help your business through this time, but position you for when you come out of this. Patrick says, we're still open and serving. Now, look, this isn't going to last forever. This will not last forever. Nothing does. Good times come, bad times come, seasons come, and they go. And what we have to understand about this is that this is a season. It's a real season. It is here. It's not going to go away. It's impacting the way that we do business. I mean, I went to Chick-fil-A today and I used to think they had long drive-through lines. I used to think that they had long drive-through lines till I saw the one they had today. My goodness. I mean, that drive-through line was, but they, man, they know how to do it. They know how to have, if there was anyone that was better prepared for this, it's like Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out because their drive-through lines are always long and they totally understand how to get through those. So let's talk about how this is going to impact your business. Well, in, in a few ways, you're, you're going to see call volumes go down. Maybe, maybe you're experiencing that already. Maybe you're seeing things like people don't want to spend money. They're not as quick to spend money. They're not as loosey goosey. You actually have to take time and explain to them what they're buying. These are the things we talked about in the last show that have to happen anyways, right? The service and the precautionary measures. And we're, we're a kind of a germ infested industry. We're touching other people's poop. I mean, let's be real. And then we're going into other people's homes. We should be already concerned with making sure that we're not getting diseases and taking them into other people's homes. We don't need a coronavirus to really impel, uh, compel us to do the right thing. But what do we do during these times when it slows down and everything becomes extremely sensitive and, and hypersensitive? Well, look, here's the thing. You got to take care of your customer. Number one is you got to treat your customer in the way that they feel about the situation, not the way that you feel about the situation. So that would be my first thing that I would be looking at is like, okay, how does my community feel about the coronavirus? How's my community reacting to the coronavirus? How are they treating it? Now, I'm not going to buy into the fear. I'm not going to buy into the negativity that, that is being portrayed through all this, but I am going to buy into the idea that there's a reality that it's here and that people's lives have been affected and that they're reacting differently. So the last thing I'm going to do is walk into someone's home, wiping my nose without shoe covers and without gloves on. I'm just not going to do it, especially right now. Not going to do it. I'm going to be very cautious and concerned about that. I think about how people react on the airplanes when someone sneezes next to them and it causes a big freak out. Oh my gosh, they get the coronavirus. You read the stories. People freaking out all over the place. You don't think your customer isn't part, part of this? Of course they can be. And you don't really know what, the, what situation they're in. So you got to make sure that you take that serious when you come into the home. Look, this doesn't have to be a thing that actually controls us. We can do business as usual. In plumbing, there is a reality that we are going to be an essential service. Like you think about, uh, I was just talking to someone earlier today and they were talking about all these different industries that are non-essential, that are shutting down. They can't do business as usual. And they says, plumbing next. You know, it's plumbing. Well, homeowners aren't going to be able to all of a sudden start doing their plumbing. That, that's not going to be the, the reality. 
And the fact is, is that if the toilets won't flush and the, and the sewer line's backing up, there are other diseases and there's other health conditions that can be caused negative situations that will come out of that than, than, uh, than just the coronavirus. So the idea of plumbing being completely shut down is not realistic to me unless we're in some catastrophic situation. Charlie says his phones are steady there and he's taking care of them. Absolutely. The phones may slow down. They may not. But I will tell you this. Just like everyone, just like any other time, you, you've heard the, the boiling pot, right? The idea of a toad being put in a boiling pot. And if you put a toad into a boiling pot of water, it's going to immediately jump out. But if you put a toad in a, in, a, in a lukewarm water and you slowly crank the temperature up, or if you put it in cold water and slowly take the temperature up, it gets used to it, gets used to it. Eventually, it stays in there and allows itself to be boiled to death. And people are the same way. We get comfortable in our circumstances. We get comfortable in the way that we operate. And so now all of a sudden what's going to happen is, is that people are going to be freaked out by the coronavirus. They're going to stop spending money maybe for a second, but then they will get used to the circumstance and they'll go back to normal. Here's my, here's my realization. Now in service plumbing, we typically are dealing with a certain clientele. We have a certain avatar that we're looking for, a certain client that we're, that we're marketing to. And this client typically has disposable income. They have a good job. They have a home. They own their own home. They probably have decent credit. Maybe not always, but they probably do. And so there's a very specific person that we're talking to. And this person also works for companies that are established. Not always. I'm not trying, but I'm just saying as a whole, this should be your avatar. And if this is your avatar and this is who you're attracting, what you have now is a bunch of potential customers who might be freaked out, but at the same time, they're sitting at home, they're stacking money because they can't go spend it on the stuff they used to blow it on. They're a little freaked out, but that will pass. And eventually their plumbing will need something fixed and they'll have a little bit of extra money laying around, believe it or not. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to be uh, insensitive to the people that are struggling through this. I get it. There's a lot of people health-wise that have been affected by this. There's a lot of people income-wise that have been affected by this. These are probably not your customers. They're, they're just probably not. He says, what's up, Colonel Fresh? Carmen Lacasa now. It's good to see you, brother. How is this impacting you? How is this coronavirus impacting you? You know, your, are your kids at home now? Things have changed for sure. Things have changed for sure. It's, it's funny. Is, uh, me and my wife were joking. We homeschool and I run my own business. Obviously, I've, uh, I help plumbing companies all across the U.S. We work with plumbing companies through, uh, an we have a back-end portal where you can log in and get all this tons of training. We do interactive training with you guys where we're hands-on. I meet with you guys on Zoom calls. My life really hasn't changed much, to be completely honest with you. The conversation has changed, but, but my life has not really changed. So I'm laughing because I'm like, man, isolation. I guess, we've been, I guess we've been living in isolation this whole time. I saw a meme out there that said, what if your life really hasn't been impacted by this? Does that mean you've been isolated this whole time? Chad says, adapt and overcome. Charlie says, we've fired a few repeat customers through this and replaced them with right, the right ones. Hey, look. You run a business. Your job is to serve your community and everything you do, not just plumbing. I end my every single show with that, but that's a human responsibility, not a plumbing responsibility. Your job is to be in business and make money. Like, like I, unless it's a non-for-profit. If it's a non-for-profit, then, then correct me right now. And, and you have a whole different uh, goal. But if you're not a non-for-profit, your, your job is to make profit. If you, if you work for the company, your job is to work the opportunity. If you own the company, your job is to provide the opportunity. Everyone's got a responsibility. Everyone has a, a role in that. Everyone gets a, a piece of that that they get to take part in. 
But make no mistake, it's for profit. And so you got to have the right customers. You got to have the right customers. It's important. Important to understand this. Uh, look, I'm not, look, there's so many people that we used to do business with back in the day. When I ran a plumbing company, we would go out and we would do some big tickets to do all this stuff. We come across a super old lady and we would just do her flapper and her fill valve for free. We just hook her up if she wasn't the right customer. We just take care of her and we move on with our day. You can do that when your margins are right. You can do that when you have the right customers. You can do that when you're converting on a regular basis. You can do that. You can, you can just, no big deal. Works plumbing, nonprofit. <laughs> no, new era plumbing. New era plumbing is for profit. Works plumbing is for profit. That's funny. Danny's talking about uh, Patrick's company. Hey, look, guys, this is such a big deal because I'm getting so many calls. What, what should we do different? What should we adjust? What should we? I say you should serve. You should take care of your customer. And then you need to look within your community and see how this is impacting you directly. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's opportunity in this problem. There always is. Now, look, I'm not suggesting that this is the time to go uh, take advantage of people. There's never a good time for that. You don't ever do that. But what you can do is recognize the reality that the world's changing. People are going to start going touchless. People are going to start going smart technology, energy conservation. Look, people are going to start being concerned with the water that they're putting in their body. They're not going to go do it so blindly anymore. Some people will because they'll get comfortable, but others won't. And for a period of time, you're going to see an increase in customers requesting touchless, tankless, all these different things. But it is your responsibility to remember that the reason why they're requesting it now is because it's on the forefront of their minds. But it will not be here in six months and it will not be here in a year when the coronavirus is gone and it's all blown over and everybody's back to normal. They'll completely forget about it. But it is your responsibility to remember these times and go, look, this is a part of my trade. This is a part of what we offer. It is my job to educate and inform our customers when times are bad, when times are good, when times are whatever. It is my job to know my products and to make sure that my customers are being equipped with the knowledge and information they need to make a good decision. Look, the reality is, is that people are going to smart homes. In fact, I just seen Chad just write that smart homes. People are going to smart homes. It, my, my son sells for Vivint, uh, which is a, a security system, big, huge, multi uh, uh, fortune 500 company. They, they sell security alarms, smart homes, um, all that kind of cameras and all the good fancy whatnot. And he sells that stuff and actually does pretty good selling it door to door. Uh, but because people are going to that, to that, that's where people are going. They're already going there. You go back to my show last year, the beginning of the year, go back to my show when it first started. And I said, 2020 was the year for smart technology. I did not know that the coronavirus was going to come. I did not know that there'd be some huge health epidemic, but I did know that that is where everything was going. I knew conservation was a big thing on a lot of people's mind. I knew germs and health and safety and was a big thing on people's mind. Protecting and efficiency and being able to control their system was a big thing on a lot of people's mind. And that is what smart technology does in the plumbing game, whether it be touchless faucets, whether it be this, the flow by mowing, whether it be sump pump systems, whatever it is, tankless, Navian, whatever it is, you better right now, when you say, what should I be doing differently? You better be getting educated on these products that will become the staple of the business. Right now, I'm just going to tell you in the restaurant industry, there are some restaurants that have the ability to do takeout and to go orders and you can order online 
And then there's a lot of companies that don't. But when this is over, almost every company will have online ordering available to them. Some way, same for you'll be able to online order almost every restaurant, even some of your backwoods little Chinese restaurants that you wouldn't think of that would ever have technology will eventually have this online. And why? Because something happened in the market that changed the, the, changed the habits, that changed the situation, changed the environment, and everybody made a shift that direction. And in the plumbing game, that is what's going to happen. And it's going to be around the idea of smart technology, smart products, touchless products, things that are centered around this idea of conservation, energy uh, efficient, energy efficient, whether it be water heaters and gas emissions, people are just going to be more conscious about their health for at least a period of time. This is the major shift. There isn't anything else that you need to be concerned with. Don't worry about the whole entire world falling apart. Don't worry about customers not calling you. Don't worry about customers not having money to buy. Don't worry about the customer not wanting to spend money because of the coronavirus before you even go to the house. Go to that house, treat it just like you would any other house, hopefully with protective gear, hopefully with service education information on the top of your mind so that you can go into these homes and give them what they already deserve. And then on top of that, you're prepared and ready for the new technology and, and products that are coming out. What? Tell me right now, if you're if you're watching this show and you're in the plumbing industry, or if you're watching this show on replay. In fact, if if you're watching on replay, let me know you watch it on replay. I love I love seeing those replay messages come through. I usually be middle of the night and I'll just get a replay message and I'll even interact with you if you're watching the show. But let me know right now. What is the new product that you're excited about? What's the new thing that you've recently added to your price book or to your repertoire or to your to your tool belt there that you've been selling? Is it tanklesses? Is it softeners? Is it this new Delta touchless faucet that speaks to you? Is it the new softeners that speak to you? What do you got right now that has just absolutely got you so excited that you love? If you don't have something, you need to really consider like why you don't. You're in plumbing. You're in service plumbing. You should be excited about the new features, the new products, the new things that are coming out in our industry. They should excite you. Not just the tools, but also the products, the solutions, the actual things you're taking into these homes. More guys get excited about tools than they do the actual products. More guys can tell you how many different flashlights there are. More guys can tell you how many different style uh Pipe wrench, whatever you want to uh, lose in my train of mind. The Mega press, pro press. We can talk about uh, PEX connection. We can talk about all that, but not. But half of us don't know what a softener, how a softener works. Half of us don't even know what what uh, the Navian, uh, Navian, new Navians, what their what their energy efficiencies are, or the fact if they actually have a recirculating pump internally, externally. If it's a buffer tank, if it's uh, which one goes in the is it standard or is it advanced that goes in the home that goes in, most of you guys don't even know that basic stuff but you can tell me all about how cool the next coolest tool is if you're a plumber and you know more about your tools i'm sorry let me rephrase that if you're a service plumber and you know more about your tools than your products shame on you for real patrick leonard says softeners and water conditioning systems is what he's excited about this year Charlie says, we're hammering softeners and water filtration hard. It's on all of our trucks and billboards now. Softeners and refiners, absolutely. I, I love it because these, in, in RO systems, he says, I love it because plumbing is just now catching up. Like for so long, we've let the Coligan guy, we've let the, the Connecticut guy, they took our business. They stole our business. They went and hired handyman quality people to do plumbing work on the heart of the system. Make no mistake, the water Filtration is the heart 
of the system. You are what controls the purity of the blood, whether or not it's good quality blood flowing through the system or not. If it's full of crap, if the, if the water's got a bunch of junk in it, either it's going in your body or it's going into your appliances, it's going into your fixtures, it's going into your drains, it's going somewhere that it shouldn't be. Maybe the drains are okay, but it's going somewhere where it shouldn't be. And we're not doing nothing about it. He says, product training. Absolutely. 100%. Because that is what is going to make you a pro. That's what's going to make you a pro. That's what's going to make you a pro. Look, got to do quality work. Got to do high-level plumbing. Don't be using shark bites. Don't be using quick connects. None of that junk. I get it. But that should be the standard. That should just be like par for the course. How we shoot under par, if you're a golfer, how we get that, that top-notch eagle score for Charlie B's out there, how we get those eagles is when we provide the service because we understand the products and we understand the solutions that we're offering to our customer. Half the time, we don't even fully understand the solution. I say that. I say that, and I understand who I'm saying that to, and I understand that what I'm saying, but unfortunately, I still have to say it. Like, I don't want to say that to a bunch of plumbers. Like, man, we're not really professional because we know more about our tools than we know our products, but it's just the reality. Could you imagine if a mechanic didn't know about the different shock? Like, I went in and bought shocks the other day. I got shocks for my truck, and I didn't know there was options with shocks, but there are options with shocks. And I, and I bought a more premium package because they gave, they, they, you know, you can get this one, which is basically like this, you know, run of the mill. You can get these. Now they're kind of, they fill them with nitrogen and they make them like what, I don't know. It sounds cool. So I got, I got those or whatever they, however they do it. But what if they didn't know? And I just got the run of the mill shocks and I, and I didn't get a choice. Whether I know or not as a consumer, it's still bad service. Whether I'm aware of what just happened or not, it's still bad service. Now, if I find out from my friend, he just got shocks and he tells me about the different options he had. And I'm like, well, I didn't get options. Chad says, don't be a tool. <laughs> Product knowledge, baby. Absolutely. Product knowledge is really the key. And, and I'm going to tell you the other thing too, for you owners and for you technicians out there, you're kind of like, the reason why you're not building value in certain products and the reason why you're not bringing up certain products is because you don't know what you're offering. And that's okay. I get it. I would be nervous about offering something I didn't understand. And I'd be nervous about offering something I didn't know how to install. But the answer isn't just to avoid it. The answer is not just to avoid it. The answer is to figure it out. Look, this, this whole thing we've, we've learned firsthand. Okay. If, look, if, if you're listening to the podcast right now, if you're watching the show right now and you're an American citizen, You've learned, we've, we've like seen firsthand how politics work and how we, uh, just how manipulative all of those little things are that they do. And that's usually a sign of someone not knowing, to be honest with you, or not willing to convey what they know. So, so let me transfer this into our real world. This is what your customer's experiencing, by the way. You don't know about your product or you know about the product and you're trying to sell it to them and it's not actually going to fix their problem. You're just trying to scam them or lie to whatever. It's going to come across the same way. You're going to be very surface with your answer. You're not going to be able to go deep with the customer in any real conversation. And it's going to feel like you're always saying the same thing over and over again, no matter what their question is. And none of it actually leads to any real information or education. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? Because this is what your customer is experiencing when your technician's in the home or you as the tech are like, hey, you know, we should do a softener. And they're like, oh, well, how's the softener working? You're like, well, it 
basically just softens the water and and makes it better. And they're like, oh, how does it how does it soften the water? How does it make it better? Well, it it um, you know I don't there's salt and then there's resin and it no you you need to understand how this thing works. Like, what does the resin do? Does it polish the water? Does it actually replace? Is the salt replace? Like, what is doing what when it comes to these minerals being swapped out with sodium and the water being polished up? And what's going where? Where's the water going first? And what's the process? You explain all that to a customer. They not only do they understand, but they feel good about you doing it because you understand. And if they don't understand, at least you understand. Like I'm telling you, this is the key. This is what is keeping you guys from these bigger sales. This is why the customer is not buying the softener. And especially right now, if I'm a consumer and I'm concerned that my income may go up or down, I'm only going to spend money where I feel comfortable. And I can only feel comfortable about my purchases if I understand them. So if people are going to spend less money right now, unless they're extremely comfortable, wouldn't it stand a reason that the answer isn't to not go to the calls because it's a waste of time? The answer isn't to just blow through the call real fast because they're probably not going to spend any money. It's actually slow down, take your time, put the gloves on, put the booties on, go in there. If you got to wear a mask, whatever the customer requests, do you request that our technician wears a mask when they come in your home? Maybe that's a question you ask for the homeowner. Maybe that's something that you do. Maybe it's something you don't do, but I'm just trying to trigger your mind right now to start thinking about how your community is dealing with the coronavirus, how your community is responding to it and how you can make a positive impact, remove fear, not, not increase it by going through these homes with the shoe covers, the gloves and all that on communicating to your customer, taking the time to invest in them so that they can make an informed and comfortable decision so they don't feel forced and rushed because what you're going to get is, you know what, let's just do the first option and I'll think about it. Or, you know what, let me just think about it all together and you can, you know, I'll call you back. I'm definitely going to do one of these. I'm just not sure which one and I'll call you back. And then they never call back because they called my company and we went out there and handled it correctly. If I'm the second opinion, you're going to lose the deal. That might sound conceited. I don't really care. I'm just, you're you're a hundred guaranteed, unless I don't want it. And that's just what I know because when I'm in the home, I'm going to figure out what the customer is concerned with. I'm going to take care of them and I'm going to make sure that I build value in whatever it is that they want. That's what I'm going to do every time. And I've been out to tons of shops where a lot of you watching like, yeah, it's probably true. He's came out here. I mean, just the last shop I was at, averaged 4,500 a ticket over the course of three days. Went in behind a guy. Guy comes out and Patrick uh, Leonard is actually watching the show. He's the business owner that where I was at. And so he saw the whole thing. In fact, Patrick would probably admit that, that he thought of the same solution that the other plumber thought of. A lot of plumbers would have, but the guy didn't want that solution. And I took the time to listen and understood that he wanted a real fix. Now my fix, wrap your mind around this. My solution was 7,000 bucks. I think it was like 6,886 bucks. The other company's solution was like 3,000 bucks. The guy went with mine. The guy went with mine. I was more expensive. I was more, I mean, like we ripped up 50 feet of concrete, exactly 50 feet, I think is what it was. Um, made a ton of money on that. Uh, the company did, I'm sure of it. I know numbers. <laughs> Patrick, I know what you had in that job. But that's the beauty. We solved the problem the right way. We listened to the customer. We gave him service. We took care of him the way he wanted to be taken care of. I was the second opinion. I was more expensive. I didn't have to be more expensive. I could have been less expensive. I just listened to what he wanted and gave him what he wanted. And we built value in that. Patrick says, yep, if we had pushed the pump, he would have sent us packing because it's not what he wanted. And, and, and this is a perfect example because this could be a time where I would go into this home right now and I would say, okay, coronavirus, 
people are stressed. Everyone's incomes are impacted. Everyone's freaking out. Let me find this guy the cheapest possible solution. Matt says, what's the cheaper quote not doing? It's not solving his problem. And when I say problem, I mean, it's not dealing with his concern. That being the key, the thing. See, everybody wants to focus on the problem, the plumbing problem, but it's, it's nothing to do with the plumbing problem. It has everything to do with the customer's concern about that plumbing problem. The plumbing problem is what got the customer concerned, which is what made them pick up the phone and call a professional. Like you need to understand that. If you don't get anything out of this show tonight, if you don't get anything out of my training ever, if I've been to your shop, if you've watched my shows, if you've been in the trains, if you've been in the boot camps, you've been out to my schools, if you've been in my retreats, if you've been to any kind of interaction with me at all, and you don't get that right there, you've completely missed it all. Price is never the problem. People just aren't going to waste their money. You're right, Charlie. Price is never the problem. They just aren't going to waste their problem. Budgets can be the problem. There are realities that budgets can be the problem. There are a lot of things that I want to buy, I would buy if I had the budget for it, but I don't. So I don't have my own personal plane. But if I had the budget, <laughs> like what, what would you buy right now if you had the budget? What would you buy right now if you had the budget? Because it's not the price. Once you have the money, you'd buy it. So it's not the price. If it was the price, you would never buy it. Like I would, I would never buy a Rolex personally. And it's not the price. It's what I'm getting for that price. I'd buy a Tag Heuer for the same amount of money. Tag Heuer makes a million dollar watch, $500,000 watch, $10,000 watch, $5,000 watch, $3,000 watch. What would you buy right now if you had the budget? What would you buy? Because it's not about the price. That's the thing you have to understand. It's about what am I getting for my dollar? What am I getting for my money? Like, am I getting my problem solved for 300? Like if all the customer hears is you can have hot water for $300, you can have hot water for $1,800, or you can have hot water for $5,000, they're going to spend $300. Nobody would spend more for the same solution. He says, I would buy a service truck. Which service truck would you buy, Joseph? He says, I love this show. Which service truck would you buy, Joseph? The Ford, the Nissan, the Dodge? My supplement store sent me to a Corona, a Corona online deal. They saw me coming. We may run out of food, but are set on pre and post workout through 2022. Oh, gosh. I mean, like, Charlie doesn't make that purchase if the deal doesn't get sent to him. Nissan high top. I have a Nissan personally. I have a Nissan van. Me and my wife and and our eight kids. We have a Nissan uh, NV thirty five hundred. Um, so I like the Nissan. Yeah, I mean, but it's not the price that's keeping you from doing it. It's the budget. I mean, because we all know as plumbers, if we go buy a van, that's money. That doesn't cost anything. That's it's a ne ne necessary investment to make the money. Look, your homeowner just wants the means to the end, right? That van is a means to the end. No one cares about the van. They care about what the van's going to do for the business. He's like, didn't need it at the time. The email was there, right time. Right. Yeah, I mean, who needs workout gear until 2022? I know I don't. 
I don't, I don't need 20. I don't need to work out for tomorrow. Look, you yeah, just wrap your mind around this. The, the coronavirus is out there. It's doing what it's doing. People are being affected by it. That's, that's fact. Can't do anything about that. The government's making decisions. That's fact. Can't do anything about that. All you can do is take the calls and run the calls and you do it the best way that you can when you do it. And the reality is, is that you don't assume that people don't need something. You don't assume that people can't buy something. You don't assume that they don't want something because of your situation or because of the, the, the circumstances of our community right now. But what you need to do is be in a reality heightened sense of like awareness. Hey, these people may not, these people may not be so kosher with me just walking in without shoe covers. These people may not be so cool with me just touching everything without gloves on because I need to do all that now. I need to have all this gear on because there's a reality that people don't want me spending germs. And quite honestly, we should already be doing this. I feel silly even saying this, but I got to say it. And there's just a re like when you just wrap your mind around that for a second and you go into these homes and you put these people in first, it's going, it's just going to become common sense. Now I want to end the show with this tonight. This is the big aha moment really quick type subscribe. If you've never subscribed to the show, get subscribed to the show over the next week. The show's not going to have any normal times. We're moving the entire company over to Indiana uh, in the midst of this coronavirus. I'm still moving my family. Life doesn't stop. We're going to move. Um, we were already in the process of moving. So we're moving, um, have our house all lined up to move into So we're moving and uh, we're going to be doing that. So with that, we'll come some weird show times. Just bear with me for the next week, but next week we'll be back on as normal. And then make sure you get subscribed so you don't miss any of those shows. All you got to do is type subscribe into the comments, whether you're watching the show live or later. If you're watching the show on YouTube, you do need to go find the post on Facebook. I know some of you have been watching the show on YouTube now. Uh, that's a little bit newer for us, but you, you didn't get subscribed. You got to come over to the Facebook post and type subscribe. Once you get subscribed to the show, you'll get alerts and you'll never miss another one. My man, Drake Duncan in the house. Good to see Drake on here. Um, out of 615 Plumbing, one of my one of my... Top, probably top five favorite names for a plumbing company, 615 Plumbing out of Nashville, Tennessee. I think it's clever. I like it. Uh, I don't think it works for any area code, but it seems to work for theirs. Anyways, um, here's the big aha moment of the show. Here's the big takeaway for all of this. Uh, in life, you can find positivity in whatever you want to find it in. You can find negativity in whatever you want to find it in. But the truth of the matter is you can also find uh, depression and recession, anything you want to look at. And you can also find opportunity, anything you want to look at. There's, there's a reality that a lot of people have really done well for them and their families and their legacies and their entire generational success through these tough times in history. Meaning people have found ways to, to not only come up with a way or a, or a new idea or some innovative way to really separate themselves in their own industry or create a whole new industry. And here's what I want to challenge you with tonight. Look, the coronavirus, I'm not going to be one of those people who be like, oh, ignore it. It's not real or freak out because it is. It, look, it is what it is. I'm a realist. Uh, it is what it is. It's out there. You might get sick. I, I, You know, it sucks. But what I'm going to focus on is what I can control. And that's my attitude through that moment. And that's just the reality of opportunity through these times. Like, is there something I can be doing? Right now, my questions that I get from plumbing business owners change all the time. They go from things like, hey, do you think we should be running a, a special for the, and then to all the way to, hey man, what are we gonna do if they shut our doors down? Here's what I will tell you. I, I, I do research. I try to check into different things, but I don't, I'm not the government. I'm not the expertise. I've got like all these expert experts on my wall now that are medical experts and financial experts, and they know exactly what the government's going to do. I don't, but here's what I do know. The government classifies plumbing as an essential need, meaning it's a health code, uh, 
I don't remember how they worded it exactly, but it's an essential. It's essential to the everyday lives of people here in the United States. So what that means is we'll be one of the last ones to be cut if we're ever cut to be at all. So just be prepared. Do not start focusing on how it's not going to work. Focus on how it's going to work. And as you do that, your mindset will shift to how you're going to get through this in a positive way, how you're going to get through this in an opportunistic way. And instead of freaking out and trying to cut costs, freaking out and trying to avoid pitfalls, what you're going to do is look for new bridges to run across. You're going to start looking for ways to win. When you look for ways to win, what you'll find is you do. You know, they always wondered how Kobe Bryant was such a closer. And I'm not speaking for Kobe. I'm just going to tell you what my experience has been in life and why I feel like Kobe Bryant was such a closer. The reality was he made a lot of game-winning shots. And it had nothing to do with uh, him thinking that uh, – it was, let me just put it this way. It was his positive mindset. He always felt like he had a chance to win. And so he did. And that's the position you need to have you and your business. You as a technician, you and your family, if you're not in plumbing and you're just watching the show and you just happen to be catching it, this is the mindset you need to have with you and your family right now is that there, we're going to win through this somehow, some way we're going to look for the positive. And because we're looking for it, we're going to see it because we see it. We're going to capitalize on it. We're going to find it. We're going to bring it into our lifestyle and we're going to run with it because that's the only way to deal with a situation like this. When you have everybody telling you that it's all falling apart, when you have the world literally saying that it's over. We're going to, it's completely like, oh my gosh, how will we ever recover from this? Guess what? We will. We will. And the ones that see that now will start to position themselves for that result. And the ones that don't will start to position themselves for the other result. And you'll be in whatever position you're in when this thing shakes out. So if you want to be someone that comes out of this thing victoriously, start winning now. Start preparing for the win now. Start focusing on how you can serve your customer better than anyone else. How can you separate yourself from the rest of the competition? How can you be number one on Google? This isn't time to cut the advertising. This is not the time to cut the advertising. What did, uh, what did uh, Henry Ford said? A man who uh, stops advertising to save money is like a man who stops a clock to save time. Doesn't work that way. Guys, listen, I'm telling you this because I love you. I'm telling you this because I want you guys to be encouraged. It is very scary out there. I get it. None of us have ever been through this. This is totally new for everyone. And for anyone to sit there and act like they know how it's all going to play out, they don't. But I do know it will play out. And when it does, there's going to be a reality that some people will be positioned and some people won't. And you can be one of the two. It's up to you. All you got to do is start changing your mindset and focusing on this thing the right way. Look for the opportunity Look for the positivity. Look for the ways to win. The world will always show you how to lose. I love you guys. Remember, serve your communities and everything, not just plumbing. Have a great week.